Hi, I'm Tim Tarpley. This is my podcast, Level Up. Over the last several years, I was able to transform my life. I decided to share my journey in hopes of helping other people. So here we go. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. I know it's been a while. Gosh, I've been so busy. Um, but then that kind of reminds me, you know, there's there's been plenty of times in my life where I wasn't busy enough to to do a lot of the things I, I felt like I needed to do in this world. Um, and you know, I think I've, I've always been a dreamer, but... I didn't know how to get to those, those, the points, you know, and, you know, like it, uh, when I tell people, I think I said in the past or, you know, like I was broke, I was broke, broke, broke. And when I say I was broke, I mean, I mean, I played those games that, that, that people with no money play. And I'd spent more time avoiding, um, the interaction or the conversation of, Hey, I'm going to be late or I can't pay this. Instead, I played the game of, um, you know, putting a, putting opposite checks in different envelopes, like putting the utility check in this envelope and rent check in this envelope and mail it to the wrong people. Oh my gosh. You know what I mean? Like that kind of stupid game. Um, and, and, you know, once I, I reset and said, okay, I'm done with this. And I just acknowledged where I was, which to me was rock bottom. Plenty of people have it worse. Plenty of people have it better, but they think it's worse. It doesn't matter, right? Your rock bottom is your rock bottom. But I knew where I wanted to be. I knew where I wanted to go. Um, and so it's just a matter of connecting the dots between where I was and where I want to be. And, you know, I just had to take that, um, the mindset of all these successful people, you know, that are where I want to be, you don't have to reinvent anything. You just have to do what they did and follow the same steps, follow the same map and you'll be at the same location. Right. So, you know, that was where number one thing that they all do is they get up early, they get up early and they start the day before everybody else starts their day. Um, and that was crucial for me, but the other thing was, you know, meditation, things like that. And then the big thing I really had to do was kind of get control of my ego. You know, my ego really ran the show for so many years. And I think it's one of those things you don't want to get rid of your ego, but you got to learn, you got to learn to work with your ego. And, you know, I, I found myself basically unhirable is what I, what I considered, but I was also a little embarrassed to know, you know, to let everybody know that as a self-employed person, I was failing and I just needed a job. And, you know, I, it was one of those things you, you feel when you're in that moment of despair, you feel like you have no option in this world. And, you know, nobody knows you need help unless you actually ask or talk to them. 
and it came up in conversation, you know, but next thing I knew I was, um, I had a job, at the YMCA as a personal trainer. And there'd be times where I'd have to, you know, work the floor, things like that, walk around, make sure everything was working. Nobody needed anything. And for a short time, I was very embarrassed by that. And then I thought, you know, there's nothing to be embarrassed about. Um, you know, it took me a while to get over that. And then it took me a while just to, to figure out how to be myself and do what I knew how to do successfully, right? Regain my confidence, basically. Um, and then once it kind of got out a little bit, you know, I became very popular, very in demand. My confidence started rebuilding, things like that. But I was, you know, again, coming from rock bottom, then going where I wanted to be. It was, uh, it was a big, a big adjustment. Um, and it, it's just one of those things it's okay. Like nobody looks at you. You know, you always think people are judging you or looking at you, you know, like you're less than good. Right. I don't, I don't know how to say it, but, uh, you're so insecure and you're so, uh, you feel like a failure and you feel like, wow, all these things I've thought about myself for so long are now true. You know, those dark moments popped in and, um, and you know, it, it's just, I did what I, I just kind of did my job like I know how to do it and was myself had the great ideas start coming back and you know things started to to work out and I started to feel better um and then it was just a matter of you know letting things kind of develop and then you know even when you know COVID hit you know it uh I mean I panicked a little bit like I panicked just for a short time and and i regained control but i was like you know what there's you know you got to be able to find good or everything's a setup not a not a setback and you know i'm i'm grateful for everything that's ever happened to me because that's really for me and and it's just an incredible uh situation i you know I can honestly say I've changed my mind so much over the years, you know, like it, um, I would say I don't like structure. Um, I would say I can't work for my health, blah, blah, blah. No, that was true. Like I've changed my mind so many times. And so it's more my mind and my ego. Once, once I've got everybody to work together, once I identified my triggers, because even my triggers, um, you know, changed. They, they didn't do the same things to me. And what I mean by that is, you know, if you think that you're lazy or you're not as good or you're faking it, you know, things like that, and you have a problem, um, then that fear that someone else has found you out kind of creeps into your head. You know, I, uh, I had to learn, except the fact that I've never failed at anything in my life. I've always accomplished everything I wanted to do. And so that's where, you know, it's one of those things I really had to just identify um, those special traits I had. And they've never left me. They never went anywhere. Um, I think that's one thing my parents have always saw. Um, you know, my dad, even going through all this stuff, he was like, well, I don't understand. Just go get a job. Like that was, it was that simple. Like just go work, get a job and just work and do something right it's that easy um 
And, and I think it, it can be that simple. You know, there's people that are constantly needing what I have to offer. They're needing what you have to offer. And if you just look around they're they're always out there. I always think it's fun to look at the uh, job postings just to see what's out there. I don't want a different job. I'm on the perfect career path for me. And I have a lot to offer a lot of companies as far as consulting with them or to them to help them, you know, learn the things I've learned. But, um, I just think that's one of the fun things, just like cars. I like to look at what, what cars are for sale. Not that I want to buy another car, right? I just like those things. Um, but those triggers, you know, if certain if people call me a certain name or something like that, it doesn't bother me if I don't think it's true inside. So once you let go of, of those lies and stories that you tell yourself, once you let go of that, well, then a lot of those triggers disappear, you know? Um, so that's kind of another thing <clears throat> that was you know, important for me in identifying the triggers and identifying all that was just to kind of stop and hit pause and just to realize what am I really feeling? You know, what am I truly feeling right now? And, and I think that's the, a huge lesson, you know, like I, um, I discovered that when, you know, I would to go over to see my parents and visit them. I had this angst, right? And then when, even when I left, I wasn't, in a great mood. Um, and then I had to, I finally realized, Hey, I got to stop hit pause and really look at what, why I was feeling what I was feeling. And I realized it was a level of guilt that I had because it was not able, I was not helping them more. I was not involved more with them. And so once I realized that, Oh my gosh, the angst, the 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 bad feeling I had just went away. It went away instantly. So anytime I'm not comfortable in a situation now, I just have to stop and think, what am I really feeling? Analyze it and kind of go from there. And, and you know, I wrote, I published this years ago, a guide how to be happy. And that's really... Um, was the main thing. I think a lot of people don't understand, you know, when you feel a certain way, um, I got this friend of mine and I would feel, you know, the angst or the uncomfortableness to go around her, to be, to hang out with her, like things like that. And, and, and it, it created this thing. And when I, when I really wrote down what it was and it just wasn't, it wasn't a good feeling. It wasn't a bad feeling. It was just kind of just uneasy feeling, you know? And when I really broke it down, it was, you know, she, she tended to like to talk about other people and, and that's okay. But my brain took that as when she's with me, she likes to talk about other people. And then when I'm not around, she's going to talk about me. And so that was a huge wake up call for me. Now, <clears throat> obviously I don't think anybody is going to take the time to talk about me and my, my life. Right. However, that was one of my big fears. So that was one way I identified, you know, that trigger. Um, and then I think the other thing, you know, like a lot of times if, 
I'm not com communicating on the level I think I should be. And then that then turns into, I'm not doing as good of a job as I should be. Whereas even just sending a text that takes two seconds would have, would have fixed that situation quickly. And I think that's what's so um, important to identify is, you know, what are you really feeling? And this can go, I mean, this can go really, 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 really uh, deep because there's, I work with so many people and this is really their, their only issue that they have um, is they can't really identify what they're really feeling. And sometimes, you know, if you have this level of fear about doing something simple, uh, confronting someone or whatever, you know, if you just kind of work through in your head, or if you just change that feeling of fear to excitement, um, I think that's, you know, will we'll produce a better outcome for you. So, well, that's, I'm not sure I even went anywhere with this one today, but, uh, it seemed to be all over the place, but anyway, guys, it's been a long time and I was just wanting to hop on here and record this for you. Uh, I, I, I was kind of surprised, but a few people have actually asked for this. My friend Judy was like, Hey, when are you going to have another episode? I was like, Judy, this one's for you. Not that this pertains to Judy, but I'm just saying, um, so here I was recording it. All right, guys, thank you and have a good day. If I can help you with anything, I've got so many programs um, that are in the works that are working. And um, I mean, it's one of those things. If you have any kind of angst, any kind of issues, you need to be healthier. Um, I've already done it. So all you have to do is really just follow my steps and you'll be good. All right, guys, have a good day.